0: Hello listeners, Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever and whenever you are listening to this. Um, I am John Wiener Temidope and we've begun a series on um, systematic theology. And today we shall be looking into Christology or Christology as the case may be. Uh, Let's have a word of prayer. Our Father in heaven, we thank you. We glorify your name. We thank you because you love us. Even before we think about loving you. Lord, because you are good to us, we say, be exalted in our hearts. Lord, be glorified in our hearts. Lord, uh, the purpose of this study is to magnify Jesus, is to know you, Lord, is to know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Lord, we pray that you will talk to us. In the name of Jesus as we dig through uh, a biblical constant uh, occurrence uh, and recurrence of um, explanation of Jesus Christ and true history we pray that our eyes will be open to know you really in the name of Jesus thank you for hearing the national prayers in Jesus name Amen hallelujah so I, as I said earlier we shall be looking into uh, Christology, Christology. That's our focus for today. Uh, I will first say that although the work of the church is to preserve the truth, uh, because the church should be a pillar and ground where the truth of God's word uh, is secured, is preserved, is yes uh, kept. But uh, our foundation must be based not on a philosophy or the church council, but on the scriptures, on the infallible word of uh, both the Old and the New Testaments. Now, bearing that one in our mind, what is theology? Theolo- um, sorry, Christology. I mean, Christology is the study of the natures and person of Jesus Christ the study of nature or personhood of Jesus Christ. Um, it also means or includes the study of messianic prophecies. What are the prophecies we've seen or we hear about Jesus Christ uh, right from the Genesis till uh, Malachi, all about Jesus Christ. Um, the book of John chapter 5 verse 39 to 40 says that you search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is they, meaning the scriptures, that bear witness about me. Yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. Now, the purpose of the scripture is to bring us to Jesus Christ. He said, yet you refuse to come to me. Uh, The purpose of uh, the scriptures is to explain, to help us to see Jesus, and to bring us to him, so but what people are looking for is one salvation from the scriptures. Meanwhile, the scripture is like a, a signboard that points to Jesus Christ, meaning that you may not be able or you won't be able to see Jesus apart from the scriptures. But when you are handling the scriptures, when you are holding on to these scriptures, you must um, look for it with the right. Uh, mindset right expectation right uh yes expectation so jesus christ said that the scriptures testifies of him he doesn't directly give eternal life jesus is the eternal life and he choose to give whomever uh comes to him or whoever he will whoever puts his faith in jesus and in the word of the gospel uh, as explained from the scriptures so that is the purpose now um there is this word called ontology o-n-t-o-l-o-g-y ontology is the study of being study of personhood of a, a, a of a being or a human or god uh depending on whoever you are facing now there is something that is called um, an union hypostatic union is uh, the, the belief of two natures coming together into one man, not half, half this nature, half the other nature, no, the full nature, two full natures in one man. Now, when it comes to Jesus Christ, this hypostatic union is well defined, is well defined in Jesus Christ. Jesus the first thing we must know, as all every believer must know is that Jesus is human. Jesus is human, and Jesus is God. Jesus is human, and Jesus is God. That is hypostatic belief. And now the opposite of it, which a sect of Christianity, uh, as the case may be, uh, the opposite i mean the word they believe another terminology that they have which is the opposite of hypostatic union is monophysite or monophysite uh, nature now what does that mean uh, is just one nature like i have one nature i am human something like that or is god but we have countless scriptures well maybe they are countable of course but they are very much that proves otherwise and we will go into that and see for ourselves what are the things that we should believe or um, yes what are the things that we should believe amen now um the book of colossians chapter 1 verse ten says something uh before I, we read it okay let's quickly go into the christological control controversies what are the controversies what are the different views of Jesus Christ that's a different school of thought, different set of people, different, um, uh, I don't know, maybe those who devote into one thing or the other. What are the views, different views that they have? Yes, there are a lot of diverse views and controversies over time, especially starting from the f- late first century till date. There are lots, lot, so much, so much that <laughs> by the time you are spending one hour studying different schools of study you will be sleeping they are very 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 much but um, tonight I will talk about just uh, six I will mention just six and explain them and um, we will see for ourselves from the pages of the scriptures how uh, how we should see this how what are the what is the meaning that we can give to ourselves or what should we believe? in this different belief in this different um, controversies now these views of jesus survive centuries even till date so which means if there is an error heresy even in the first century satan makes sure that is just polishing them redressing them or um editing them just to give it a different view when one is exposed and we will talk about that uh, when one is exposed, it changes it a bit, change it, just patch it up one way or the other to make it uh, accepted, even among Christians. Now, the first controversy or view of Jesus Christ that we have is Docetists. Docetists. Now, I will spell it. That's D-O-C-E-T-I-S-T-S. Now, it is from the word Docetist. Which is D O C E T E S T or oh, T E S, sorry, T E S. D O C E T E S, that's doses and eh, dosities. And there are docetists uh, You change the E to I, then add T and S. So it came up in the first, uh, late first century. And then um, what do they believe? we we'll look into them and uh, look into it, I mean, and we'll see. Uh, how it affects us? They believe that Jesus appeared to be human, but he was actually holy deity. Now, what does that mean? They believe that Jesus Christ appeared, but he is not human. Is not ordinary. Is is not human being. He, they may emphasize that he didn't fall fe- sick. When he was sleeping, he, he was pretending he could he was not feeling pain he was only acting it something like that they didn't have much explanation to give concerning the humanity of jesus christ so now how does this affect um, us or what can we say about that from the pages of the scriptures colossians chapter 1 verses 10 and 17. colossians chapter 1 verses 10 and 17 it says for by him all things Were created in heaven and on earth visible and invisible talking about his deity right all things were created by him now and whether thrones or dominion or rulers or authority all things were created through him and for him talking about God the deity of Jesus Christ now and he said and he is before all things and in him all things hold together or by him, all things were held together. So, what is this place saying? He's talking about the deity, which is correct about them. But when we move forward to chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, this same Colossians, chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, he said, See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceits. Oh, someone can deceive me. What would the person say? He said, according to human tradition, what is this human tradition? He continues talking. He said, according to the element of spirit of the world and not according to Christ, what are they saying? What is their deceit? Verse 9 said, for in Him the whole fullness of Deity dwells bodily. What does this mean? What is this talking about? He said, He said uh, by him, by this Jesus Christ, um, okay, um, he said there is a philosophy, a wrong theology, empty deceit, uh, human tradition that we come to distract us. But he said, for in him, in this Jesus Christ, this, what we call godliness, this deity, godhead body, uh, godhead, dwell in the body of Jesus Christ. It dwells in the body of Jesus Christ. Wow. So which means that Jesus had a body, physical body. And a divinity joins with this, uh, how would I put it, with this earthliness, with this um, uh, body, human body. So what is this place saying? That we have two natures combined together, two natures in the same man so that's the belief that jesus is fully man and fully god It dwells in him bodily okay so which they don't have this explanation to this they don't have this belief about this they just believe that is a divinity and then um, um, is just appearing as is human which it wasn't so that is not true okay Alright, the next one is um abionites. Who are the ebionites? That's um E B I E B I O N I T E S Ebionites. Who are these Ebionites? And what do they believe? They believe that um um uh, Jesus was human and had the spirit after his baptism, but was not pre-existence. They believe that Jesus is not God, that if you say Jesus is God, then you are not monotheistic you don't believe that there is one god if you say jesus is god then that means you are having two god or three gods that is their argument now Ebionites are are originally jews they are jewish uh, christians they believe in one god but what they don't know about trinity the first doctrine of trinity is that there is only one god we don't have three gods we are not polytheistic we are monotheistic we have only one god one god three persons okay if you've been following this teaching you would under you would have understood this by now and um, you can go through um a youtube page type john winner and then um, type um, the person of jesus christ but with my name, John Wenatim the person of Jesus Christ, there are much explanation and a, a clear um, explanation, yes, on, on that topic. All right. So they believe that Jesus was the Messiah, he was the prophet, like Moses. As Moses said, that there is a prophet that will come uh, and that they should listen to him. And you, Jesus is a good man, is a prophet, but he's not God. Okay. Does that ring a bell? islam right okay he said that uh, they, they 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 said that we are living um, monotheistic into trinitarian or or yes trinitarian is is part of christian doctrine but they believe we are living monothe- uh, monotheism something like that only one god Now, they saw deity of jesus as a step away from monotheism so which that is not what we believe we believe there is only one God and then um, there there are three persons in in, in the Trinity and then uh, we have the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit all right the third the third um, um controversy is the apollinarianism sorry I'll, I'll, I'll give us the spelling a-p-o-l-l-i-a-p-o-l-l-i A-P-O-L-L-I. N-A-R-I-A-N-I-S-M. Apollinarianism. Now, what do they believe? They believe that this Jesus Christ was born, yes, human. And um, it was the word of God came and imparted him. So he became a demigod. That is their belief. Uh, this is what they say. They said the divine logos, the divine word of God took the place of human mind in the person of jesus christ it took his mind like it took the place like jesus had a natural mind but it was that mind was replaced by the mind of god himself but the so which means you can't say jesus christ is fully man and you can't say he's god so they believe that jesus is a demigod they believe that jesus is a demigod okay someone is giving a feedback here that um there's a noise in my area uh please you can respond with a typing to for me to know if the noise has reduced all right okay so now what one of the things we need to know about this part is this and then i will still deal with it in the subsequent teaching and that's anthropology that is study of humanity so what does it mean to be a human we need to know that then we know. What does it mean for Jesus to be human? Okay. So we don't say Jesus is a demigod. He is fully God, fully man. He said in him, I have read it earlier in um, Colossians chapter 2 verse 9, that in him dwelleth the fullness of God. Okay. So the fullness of God dwells in Jesus Christ. We've read it the other time. Now, um, the fourth one is Arianism. And Arianism... Shook a lot of table and um, okay. Let me quickly read. Um, view English Dictionary. view Dictionary. Um, he said that, um, a non Trinitarian Christology that's defining Arianism now is a non Trinitarian Christology, which means that they believe about Jesus Christ that he is not a Trinity dominated as heretical saints council of Nicaea since the council of Nicaea but still influential in the monophysite Christianity, we remember monophysite Christianity, a believe that Jesus Christ has only one nature he's just human, he's not God something like that, that's uh, monophytes or monophysite um, Christianity now this this um, council of Nicaea they are the uh, a gathering of um, bishop that gathered about 318 of them they gathered 318 members gathered around them 325 ad may to august meeting um, emperor constantine gathered them um uh, so and they came with a conclusion about these different um, um controversies and uh, but before this Arianism is a side, a belief, and there is also Athanasius. Athanasius is the contrast, the opposite. Like, Arianists believe that Jesus Christ is not God. And um, Athanasius believe that Jesus is God because of the submission to the scriptures. Okay? So, whenever the emperor on the throne is supporting um, Arius. They, they, they send away Athanasius into exile but when another emperor comes or when another bishop or pope comes and supports Athanasius he, he brings him back and send away Arius. So it's a very very serious uh, something around that time until the council of Nicaea they, they sat down and they made this um, meeting. Now I just want to say something interesting in this area. That 318 members that gathered just reminded me of a number number of um, Abraham's troops that went to fight this war with um, different kings, Kadaluma king and the likes in Genesis chapter, I think chapter 14. Yes, yes. And um, 318 uh, troops went to fight this battle and they won okay i just remember that different views about jesus christ is like imagination different imaginations and then second corinthians chapter 10 verse 4 apples to see that our spiritual battle are just imaginations that exalt themselves above the knowledge of god so whenever there is an imagination different view opposing view heretical view that is going against the uh, the knowledge of god in our hearts that is a war okay and um, and um, what this war is is symbolizing in the Old Testament. I'm just thinking maybe it's an accidental coincidence, uh, but the number is just so surprising. The same figure, three hundred and eighteen troops went to fight the battle and they won. The same thing, the same number in um, three hundred and twenty-five AD, and three hundred and eighteen people again went to do a meeting three months and then they exposed the heretical doctrine of Christology now someone is writing to me that i should explain the monophysite again monophysite is the belief that jesus has one nature why apostatic union believe that jesus has two natures apostatic union the two natures that apostatic union believe is humanity of jesus jesus is fully human and fully god um Colossians chapter 2 verse 9. In him dwelleth the fullness of God bodily. He has a full body. He he gets tired. He sleeps. He gets hungry. He cries. He weeps. All those things happen to him. Jesus Christ, he even died. And human beings die. He was tempted. It is human beings that are tempted. Okay? Jesus Christ experienced full humanity uh, view. Except for the fact that he did not sin okay and he did not have earthly father but it's not only him that did not have earthly father as human what about um um adam adam too did not have uh, earthly father so and adam can we say adam is human yes father of all right okay so also is jesus christ he is also human Alright, so we can't deny the humanity of Jesus and we can also not, we can never deny the deity of Jesus Christ. Okay, and we will still consider a few scriptures before we close on that. Alright, so, I hope that is clear now. So, monophytes. Alright, Um. now, Omosios sorry the the my pronunciation might be hard but i will give the spelling h-o-m-o the word homo means one right then another o -O 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 h-o-m-o-o-u-s-i-a-s okay it it means same substance as the father that's the meaning and it's an orthodox belief, and I believe the belief is right, that Jesus has the same substance as God the Father. They have the same essence. They have the same nature. Jesus is co-eternal, co-existing with God from the beginning. You remember the book of John chapter 1 and verse 1. He said, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Okay. homoious Jesus having the same substance with the Father. I believe that one is clear. Now, there is also another terminology. The same homoousious, the OO, just put I in between the OO. That's homo I, then ousious. One I in between the two O's. Same spelling, but put I in between the two O's. Uh, it means of similar substance. And that is what Arianism believes. Arius. They believe that jesus christ as is similar is it he looks like god eh? but he's not god he looks like god but he's not god something like that that's the the and that's the just the small difference that is causing uh, people to exiling them sending this one away from the town sending the other one away from the town okay and just that one iota of difference could make one person miss god and that's how we have to be very careful with the wrong doctrine heretical doctrines okay the bible is very clear except if we are reading it in the interpretation of another man unless we turn human being to holy spirit and begin to receive their own interpretation and not read for ourselves without allowing human human philosophy to influence our bible interpretation just that one small difference that jesus is similar to god but is not God. that small iota of difference is making people to miss god and i will still read a, a a scriptural verse which will scare us and that's john chapter john chapter 8 verse 24 we will read it later and jesus made a profound statement there it is one can miss god on this just small iota of difference okay so now Arianism. how does he influence i'm sorry that i will mention a denomination this time i am not used to doing this in my teaching but and this is not to throw or to play, paint them black is not to throw a bad color on them all right this is their doctrine and this is what they stand for and that's why i'm mentioning the name the jehovah witness I believe that they are Arianists because they don't believe in uh, the deity of Jesus Christ. Alright? If you say this to them, they will say, yes, you are right, we don't believe this. I've had conversation with them, we've discussed uh, some biblical points and the likes. So, this is what they stand for. So, I'm not painting them black. They are Arianists. okay? All right, so let's let's move on. Actually, the ones that I've mentioned the uh, earlier, if we pay attention very very well, we will be able to see those who practice these beliefs till now. Now, the next one, number five, is Nestorianism. Nestorianism from the word nest, N-E-S-T, then Torianism, O-R-I-A-N-I-S-M. Nestorianism just the way i call it nestorianism okay now they they believe that there is a divine jesus they believe that there is a earthly jesus two jesus is (laughs) now and uh, (laughs) it is well okay so this is what they say they said the being jesus was made up of two persons the human person who was controlled by the divine person so which means that a divine jesus is dictating to a earthly jesus okay that's their belief and then i don't know if you've heard this word before mary the mother of god aha i believe you can connect that to a doctrine again because this is very obvious even in 21st century mary is the mother of god not mother of jesus or mother of christ uh mother of christ pointing to the humanity christ is human. Okay, the man is Christ. Christ is human, but they will say mother of God. Now, I want to say something. What's wrong with this view? Let me just bring an analysis. Traveling, when you are traveling, you are going on a journey, and you just get to a place. You get get to a stage, and you join. A, you stop a cab. You are already traveling before you get to that cab. So you get to a cab on the road and the driver drops you on the further road maybe takes you far away from where he picks you and drop you somewhere and you later continue your journey from that place okay let's say that you took a plane you drop in a country or in an airport a cab driver took you from that place dropped you at the railway station the railway now took you and dropped you further now could we sorry for the noise Could we say that um, the driver is your driver? Could we say that he is your driver? No, we can't say that, right? Now, but can we say that he he drove you like he took you at a moment and dropped you somewhere? Yes. Okay? Now, Jesus Christ pre-existed even before mary jesus said that before abraham was i am ego e me means is the same is the same uh interpretation of the i am that was used in exodus by god himself so and no one is permitted to use that word in the jewish land jesus christ intentionally used that word and they even picked up stone to stone him oh my time all right let me just Conclude on historianism. I want to focus on. Uh, you. Someone is writing to me here. Eh? it is You have to listen to the recording again, please. You have to listen to the recording again. Try to get the recording. I will upload it. You listen to it. My time has gone already. I, I just want to finish this part. All right. So now, the driver is one of the. Um, persons that picked you somewhere and dropped you somewhere another, another person picked you in another place but we can't say the driver is your own driver so Jesus Christ was born by Mary that is true but we can't say Mary is the mother of God because Jesus pre-existed before, as God before Mary so we can't call her the mother of God Yes, we can call her the mother of Jesus Christ. Because that name, Christ or Jesus, was given to him at his birth. Okay? That name didn't exist in the Old Testament. But Jesus pre-existed. This person called the Son of God pre-existed. He existed before Mary, before the New Testament. Okay? In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. So, Nestorianists are wrong. Mary is not the mother of God. Because when you talk about deity, you have to talk about eternality. It dwelled before time began, and it will continue to live after time has stopped. Okay, so, and um, that's what they call Theotokos in their terminology. Uh, theotokos means the bearer of God, the person that carry God, and that is a very wrong. And it is Catholicism. That's um, the group of people that still believe in that now presently that's catholicism okay i said i'll, I'll give us um six terminologies but i will continue that in our next teaching and that will be uh, next tomorrow and as um on friday please let's come on time and so that we won't miss any of this and please if there is any question please um, drop that in the chat so that. Uh, we attend to them uh, at the end of each section when we are finishing Christology uh, we will we'll, uh, conclude it let's have a word of prayer Father and our Lord we thank you for your love and sometimes it is through the error uh, of others that you help us to see what is wrong just like the book of Jude is written to correct excesses and mysticism like the book of uh, First Corinthians was written to to control chaos uh, among the Corinthian uh, Corinthian Christians. Lord God Almighty, and uh, you this 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 grace this uh, uh, yes grace that you've given unto us to expose lies that people are saying throughout history is a way to, to teach us your will to teach us who you are to teach us who jesus is lord god almighty we thank you be exalted in the name of jesus we pray oh lord that you will open our understanding to know who you are indeed in the name of jesus thank you for hearing and answering our prayers in jesus name we have prayed amen hello good evening um let's pray our father in heaven we thank you we glorify your name We bless your name for your goodness, for your grace over each of us. Lord, be exalted in the name of Jesus. As we begin this new, uh, this Christological study, uh, we pray that you will open our eyes to discover who Jesus really is indeed in the name of Jesus. We will not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, but by what you intend for us to know about your son in the name of jesus thank you for hearing and asking our prayers in jesus name we have prayed amen hey hello good evening good morning whenever you may be um listening to this and uh, good afternoon for whoever is in the afternoon yes we we've begun a a, a series on christological study and we've said there that that is the study of um, jesus christ or the knowledge of jesus christ um, as the case may be and we said it is also it also includes the study of messianic prophecies and jesus said in john chapter 5 verse 39 verse 40 that and this is actually the scripture thinking that in them they will have life but they testify of jesus christ and we've also considered a general nature of jesus christ uh, we call it hypostatic union that's the combination of two natures in one man called jesus he has humanity because he was born by human and he has deity because he was not born by a father so those two natures are combined in one christ in one person called jesus christ so and then we've seen different views uh of that survive through ages through centuries and um all of which either misinterpret the scriptures or they form their own understanding of jesus christ we've checked those and uh, we said um some things about him uh about those who have their that thoughts that believe we said that um those cities believe that jesus appeared to be human but was actually holy deity they do not believe that jesus has come in the flesh Uh, they are the ones that um, um, was prophesied by john that whoever whoever does not um, confess that jesus has come in the flesh is an antichrist so which means it is very very clear and the bible said uh, in him dwelleth the fullness of god bodily so he has a body yes he he, he he feels asleep he, he fell asleep he he slept he was tired he asked for water because he was thirsty um he had blood too he had bone and um, he experienced what many people experience on it as human So that makes him human because he was born by human but was not born by a human father which makes him someone without a beginning he said before Abraham was I am ego he me and we'll discuss that later so we also talk about the Abionites Um, what do we say about that we said that Jesus was human he said Jesus they said Jesus was human and had the spirit after his baptism but wasn't was not pre-existence and that one also contradict what jesus said before abraham was i am so they said that he was born like us he has a birthday so that was when he he, he began to live so we also checked uh, apollinarianism and then uh, he said they said that divine logos the divine word of god influenced or impacted the mind of Jesus took over the mind of Jesus so Jesus did not have a thinking on his own uh, so he was human but is part human part god that's the me God so that too we we've clarified that that, that was wrong we also saw Arianism and um, Arianism is very simple they believe that Jesus was the first and the highest of all creation but he was and is not eternal god okay so it's just a good example for us to follow that's what they believe and we said a small story about that so and we also see the difference between the homo and homo i which is a difference between um the Arius, a man called areas who who formed this arianism um theology or point of view and then um, athanasius so we've discussed that and the last one we discussed was the nestorianism nestorians and they believed that jesus christ had two nature or we could rather say that mary gave birth to god so they call mary the mother of god instead of mother of christ. now what's wrong with this is that mary is did not give birth to god she gave birth to a nature humanity of jesus she gave birth to a human okay but the god the God, the deity in Jesus Christ pre-existed Mary, so Mary had no impact. So it will be wrong to say that. Now it may be it may sound mysterious, and that should be expected if you are talking about God, right? It should sound odd, and that should be expected if you are talking about God. This is not a human being. It didn't pass through all the normal process as we do. Yes, we know he was born of a virgin. So that one on its own is odd, right? So. We've discussed that and um, the next one, which is the last one that uh, I promised that we'll, con- uh, we'll, we'll continue from in the last class was um, et or eut Don't worry, I may be wrong with the spelling but uh, with the pronunciation, but I will spell it. It's E-u, E-U-T-Y-U-T or E-U-T or U-T then E U T Y C H I C H I, then a-n-i-s-m i i will spell it again e-u-t-y-c-h-i-a-n-i-s-m u-t key anism something like that so what's the belief of this set of people um they believe that in jesus The human nature was swallowed by the divine nature, thus creating a unique third nature. Now, this may be hard as I read them, but don't worry, when I explain it, we can relate. Um, And if care is not taken, maybe we are probably believing that, especially about yourself, about who you are uh, in Christ Jesus, because a lot of people believe some things. And let me first explain this Euthachianism. Sorry. Now, a natural Jesus was swallowed by a divine Jesus, and when that happened, it gave birth to a third thing. So it's not God, is not man, something like that. Now, I don't know if you've heard this teaching before. Um, Second Corinthians chapter five, verse seventeen: If I am, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away; behold, all things have become new. Now there is this set of people who believe that if a man is in Christ Jesus, as he is swallowed by Jesus, he becomes a third person, another person entirely, a new creature, and um, they got that from this First Corinthians five seventeen. The way they put it is: if a man be in Christ, a new creature, not he is a new creature. So another person, another being is formed. So is neither Jesus nor is he the former person. That's the theology. And since they believe that they are identified with Jesus Christ, then it wouldn't have been strange. Jesus would have had that same nature, that there is a divine Jesus who merged with an earthly Jesus to give birth to a third being. And this third being, or this third thing, called another Jesus or third Jesus, they believe is formed at his resurrection who could pass through wall jesus did not pass through world before he did not disappear before but now he can pass through wall. he can disappear he can fly to heaven and not come back for a while all those things he, he does not have blood again because he, the old blood in his body has drained out and he said that look and see that it is i myself for a spirit does not have flesh and bone not flesh and blood why didn't he say that? Because blood is no more inside of him. His blood has been poured out for our sin. And, and that that part is right, of course. But they now believe that Jesus is another person. Strange, totally different from the Jesus that pre-existed. Uh, pre-existed. The, the, in the beginning was the Word. That Word that dwelt in the beginning with God. That Word that was God. Uh, hey now when that word became flesh to dwell among us that's the earthly uh, jesus now when the two match together at the death and the burial and his resurrection it became the third being. so that's the theology that's the belief and it is very wrong that's not what the bible teaches us okay jesus never lost his deity neither did he lost his humanity okay he became human when he was born through Mary. That's quite right. But the nature of this Jesus as human, he took it to heaven. Because the same person who was nailed to the cross, the same body, was the one that he took to heaven. Okay? The same spirit in Jesus Christ before he died was the same spirit in him that took him to heaven. All right? So what can we say about that? nothing changed except for our salvation what happened for our salvation and what was that the gospel is death burial, and his resurrection okay that was the only thing that changed about him all right the nail on his hand the wound the latches everything were all for our salvation so that we can be grafted in into christ Okay, so there was no, there is no third Jesus or third being or another creature called, uh, um, uh, how would I put it now, or another Jesus. No, so it's a wrong doctrine. Now, I, I, what's my view about Jesus Christ and my identity? What's my view? I believe that Jesus is human because of his mother, and is God because he has no earthly or biological father. That is my belief on this. Now, do we all have a power as Jesus had it? No. Why should I say no? Because I am not a deity. We must know that the death of Jesus proved his humanity, is human. Yes, I believe that. Whoever does not confess that Jesus has come in the flesh is an antichrist. So... I believe Jesus is human because of his mother he was born as a baby a human baby should be born okay while his miracles proved his deity now why do I say that he said himself that if you do not believe me because of what I said at least believe me for the works that I do uh, that I did okay Jesus himself said that believe me because of the work I did So, which means that if you want to believe me that I am God and you can't believe it through what I said that I am God or what I say about God being my father, making myself equal with God. If you can't believe me based on that, then believe me because of these things that I do, these miracles that I do. Alright? So, Jesus is speaking as if no one else can do a miracle on his own. Alright? So, now, am I a deity? No. What What does a deity mean? Deity is a fact of being a god. Being God. Now, I know there are a lot of doctrines out there flying here and there. Have I not said that ye are gods and all of you are the children of Mosai? And Jesus Christ quoting it again. Um, um, you are created in the likeness and the image of God. Something like that. All right now we need to study the bible consistently and see for ourselves what is this saying and all those places we quoted what are they saying what is he saying now for instance adam and eve they both had uh, a how would i put it now they both had the understanding that they were image of god right of course they knew that because they knew a lot of things they knew name of animals without being taught and they knew a lot of things let me just put it that way so they must have known that they still lacked something I said it in uh, this first recording about theology that there is communicable attribute of God and incommunicable attribute of God there are things that are in the nature of God I shared with humanity like love patience um, faith um, and a lot of good attribute, light, let your light so shine before men, those light, those things that appear as light, not as darkness, not as things that Satan can use to deceive us, okay, the things that clarifies that this person has the nature of God, those attributes, we we talked about that, and so God had this thing, but there is a communicable attribute of God, and that is what the serpent was preaching to Eve, when he said that you will be as God, you see, the word changed like the image of god changed to you will be as god knowing good and evil so which means that adam and eve they knew they lacked something they knew they lacked something that they had to depend on god for that answer god is was originally or first of all their definition of good and evil god was the one who decided what is good and what is evil they don't decide that themselves okay So they knew they lacked some things. And eating that fruit, we gave them this independence from God. We give them this freedom for them also to be as God, like a deity, as a deity. So now, can I say I am a deity? No, I am not. Why? Because I know that there are some incommunicable things. There are things that cannot be uh, transferred from God to me. I need to depend on him to probably get that answer or not and it will not be like an atm whom when i press this code i know how to get this thing from god no god is not a a machine is not atm is not yes it's not an engine we have to depend on his will according to his will okay and if we ask for anything according to his will that phrase according to his will a lot of folks used to act like that place does not exist even in distributing spiritual gifts he said according to his will god who creates a will has his own will too and i cannot use my will to over overrun i cannot use my will to overrun his own will i cannot use my will to to uh, yes overthrow his own will he has a will and he and this will has to do with what when how and to who okay, he has choice, God has choice per time. Alright, reading through descriptions, we will see that God sometimes sheets some things from man. All the things that happened to Job, God did not hold him any explanation to be telling him, I'm not the one that did this to you. You were saying it, complaining to your three friends or four friends. I can't remember. It was, um, I um, uh, see. It was Satan, no, it was Satan that did all these things to you. It's not me. No. I don't don't think that it is me. God did not hold him any explanation, all right? Because God does not have to depend on him. So I'm not a deity. Now, what or who is a deity? Now, a deity is a being, a pre existing being, an eternal being. Who does not depend, is non-contingent, and is self-existing. Okay? He has power, all authority. He has ability to speak things into being. He has ability to call the things that be not as though they were. We don't have that. We do not have that. It never appears anywhere in the Bible that we can call those things that be not as though they were. It is only God. We believe, by faith, we believe that God called the things that be not as though they were. But that does not mean we have to do the same thing. We rely on Him. We rely on the raw materials that He has already created to create the things that, that didn't exist before. Okay, let's take, for instance, technology. Those things never existed before, but it, they did not. Those who invented them did not call those things that be not as though they were. They had to work on those raw materials that God had already uh, already created. Meanwhile, God did not have to depend on anybody or any raw material to create anything. He is self-assistant. That is a deity. Now, does God answer prayer? Does God do a miracle? Because that's what m- most people used to ask does God do a miracle does he still do the miracle well the Bible proves it God is a miraculous God is all-powerful all-knowing and he has power and things that are beyond our thought our scope and the likes so God does miracle yes does he still do it now yes as he wills we can never remove that sometimes the children of Israel will go to exile and sometimes God will rescue them, and sometimes God will not allow them to go to exile. It will protect them from enemies here and there. He will protect them from uh, from from siege and any other threats that they may be having from external uh, enemies. And sometimes He allowed them to go to exile. Now uh, He allowed them to go to exile because of the evil they did. Were they perfect when God was uh, uh, protecting them? No, no one is perfect. So, God does things as he wills, and that never changed. I've seen people healed of many diseases. Even I myself have been healed of many things. Impossible things. Things that is just unbelievable. It will take an unbeliever to disbelieve when I tell people that, okay, this happened to me before, and I'm healed. This happened to me before, and I'm healed. That happened a lot all right so god does miracle god is a healer god heals and god answers prayers but for me to now call the things that be not as though they were it is well all right now why do i go into this because of this doctrine this number six doctrine um, the third um the product of divinity joining with humanity to produce another thing another thing so now what then can we say about these things i will, I will read few scriptures um speaking of um, the person of jesus christ i'll start with hebrew hebrew chapter 2 verse 17 he said therefore he had to be made like his brothers in every respect now who are the, his brothers humans we human so jesus was made like us He was made like a human being as an high priest. There he's talking, is introducing us to an high priest, and every high priest must be brought from among men like them so that he can have the understanding of the things that has to do with sin, that has to do with service to God, and something like that. So Jesus Christ, as our high priest, has to be human. This is proving the humanity of Jesus Christ so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God. So make propitiation for the sin of the people all right so jesus christ would have this compassion feeling you know a man who do feel tasty we understand when people are tasty a man who hungers or who cries or who feels pain we understand the pain that people go through so jesus christ was made like human so that he can have human i don't want to use the word human feeling as if God did not have mercy before, but I believe we understand what I mean. He was made to be human. That's just the rule, okay, for priesthood. That's to prove the humanity of Jesus. Now, another place is Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 to 8 said, Have this mind among you yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. Now, what's this mind? Who being, who though was in the form of God. Did not count equality with God. It tends to be grasped, but emptied himself. Now, this mind that he says they should have within them. Now, When we read out of context without um, verse 4, verse 3, verse 2, like that, we will miss it. Now, there in those previous verses, he was sharing the communicable uh, attributes that God has, like sympathy, affection, joy. What again? Love, being in one accord, agreement with one another, um, doing nothing with self ambition, humility, and he emphasized on that humility. And when he gets to verse 4, he said, Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. He now said, Have this mind among yourselves. Which mind? The mind of not looking to your own interest, but the interest of others. And that this mind is singular. This mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. Now, what is that mind? Now, Jesus Christ was in the form of God. He was the third, uh, the second or the third. I don't know who gives the position. But I know there is a trinity. And whoever you call first, you are not wrong. Okay. They are equal. Ko itana um equal in essence like that so now that is the position of jesus christ and if he choose not to care for how we feel he has that right okay because he's not human before he was not human before so he was equal with god he said that although he was in the form of god did not count equality with god as a thing to be grasped he, he doesn't take it seriously but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. So, he came down to being a servant, being born in the likeness of men. So, we should have this mind. What is that mind? Humility, lowliness of heart, not to think yourself above how you ought to think, but we should think soberly, all right? He said, and being found in the form of, in human form now, he humbled himself by becoming obedient To the point of death, even the death on the cross. And that is a humiliation, a big humiliation. Um, In Yoruba, they used to call something Ikuiya. Okay? This is one of the uh, lowest forms at which a man can die. Any man who dies on the cross as a den is dying as a criminal, according to the Roman law. And according to Jewish law, is dying... uh, as one, someone who is cursed, is in, is in the Old Testament that whoever is hung on the tree should be taken away from that tree before, the, uh, before um, the second day so that the curse on him will not come on the people of the land. Something like that. That was one of the reasons why they had to remove the, the dead body of Jesus from the cross. Okay. So Now, what is this place talking about? It's talking about humility. It's not saying that we should have the mind of being equal with God. That means they have to call my name in the name of John Winner. Do this thing. Because some people are already doing that. In the name of our father. Uh, and by their father, they don't mean God the father. They mean human being like them. Okay? Alright. Let's continue. So, uh, that is um, um Hebrew. No, not Hebrew. Um, Philippian. The book of Philippian. Um, another point is um, first John. Now, that Philippian proved to us that Jesus was equal with God, had the form of God, became man. Uh, another one is first John, chapter 4, verse 1 to 3. He said, Beloved, do not believe every spirit. Now, when it, this place is talking about spirit, most of the time it's talking about teaching because he emphasized on them. Um, confess 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 which means a proclamation a belief system a thought system and second second Corinthians chapter 10 verse 4 talks about that uh, battle has to do with battle of the mind uh, that has to do with um, uh, imagination the things that exalt itself above the knowledge of God above the the thing that God wants us to know okay so that's that's the spirits any spirits there is talking about doctrine or teaching so it said Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Now, do I have a spiritometer? No. How do do I do this? Just study how the Bible says you should know a spirit. He said, many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. Now, I, do I see a spirit that talks? No, but I see people teaching one thing or the other, right? So that's how I know a spirit. He said, every spirit that does not confess that Jesus is, confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of Antichrist. Which you have had is coming and now is in the world already. Now, an antichrist, according to this place, is talking about a teaching, he's not talking about someone who will kill Christians, he's not talking about someone who will take over the world and do those things like that, but he's talking about a teaching, a doctrine. All right, so that's. antichrist according to this context according to this part now there might be more maybe in revelation that talks about many other things persecuting the believers and the likes but this one comes as a teacher it comes as a as a a, yes as a teacher all right as a one who brings a message from God in quotes so that is what he, he called an antichrist here okay now did he say that any spirit that does not do a miracle did he say any spirit that does not carry the Bible? Did he say any spirit that does not mention the name of Jesus? In fact, evil I have sent demons mentioning the name of Jesus in the Bible twice, at least twice. The madman, the gathering that Jesus sent out demons, he said, Jesus, the son of the living God. Okay, he mentioned the name of Jesus. The sons of Kepha that wanted to send demons out, they said, Jesus, I know, Paul, I know, but who are you? So they can mention the name of Jesus okay and still appreciate so-called good doctrine oh my time all right let me just read one more scripture and we'll continue next time uh, John chapter 8 verse 24 and this is very 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 wonderful. this is very powerful now if you have your Bible with you you can just look and see that John chapter 8 verse 24 along with me He said, I told you that you will die in your sins. For unless you repent, no. For unless you... Yes, yeah, Please, don't get me wrong. Repentance is important. Please. Okay? You, in fact, it is part of the gospel. You have to repent. But I'm just trying to bring a point out from this statement. said, for unless you believe that I am, you will die in your sins. Now, if you read very, very closely, let me read it again. I told you that you would die in your sin unless you believe that I am, you will die in your sin. Now, if you look at your Bible very, very well, you will notice I didn't mention a a, a word. I didn't, I removed a, what do we call it now? A third person, singular, male, gender, he. I remove that word so instead of saying that I am he unless you believe that I am he you will die in your sin I said unless you believe that I am you will die in your sin why did I do that okay just check if you have a material on a Greek test just check it the word there that ego a me you will die in your sin now ego a me is the word that they used to translate the Exodus experience, where God was talking to Moses, that whenever they ask you, "Who sent you?" say, "I am that I am." So that Hebrew word "I am that I am," they translated it few years before Christ, few hundred years before Christ. They translated it to "ego Me, and they make sure that it is only God that that word is reserved for. Okay, so Jesus Christ used the same word here. So that he that they put in there is a translation error or translation addition. And most uh, translation put it. But in the original Greek text, if you have a material on that, you can go through it yourself. And if you need one, you can um, contact me. I I I I will recommend some to you. In fact, check all possible Greek texts that you can find there are, there are like over 2400 manuscripts copied in those olden days scriptures before they were interpreted to yoruba or translated uh, sorry translated to english yoruba or any other languages there are over 2400 manuscripts and none of them use the word he it is i am ego he me why do i say that this place is very powerful i said this place is very powerful Why do I say that this place is very powerful? I said this place is very, very powerful because Jesus said, except you believe that I am, I am. It's like saying, except you believe that I am God, you will die in your sin. So any doctrine, any um, doctrine that we have read out from docetist to euthachianism, that does not believe that jesus is the i am any person that does not believe that jesus is god another way of putting it because that name is reserved for only god any person that does not believe that jesus is god will die in his sins and what's the sin? you don't believe in the only begotten son of the father full of grace and truth and from our first john the same writer, any person that does not believe that Jesus has come in the flesh, meaning that Jesus is man, is an antichrist. Is against Jesus Christ. So in another way, you are not safe to believe that Jesus is God only. And you are not safe to believe that Jesus is only man only. You are only safe to believe that Jesus is man and is God hallelujah so that is uh my conclusion for tonight sorry i could not get to pneumatology uh, we'll have to do that one next next week on monday uh because of the time okay i've already used extra five minutes and then um, we need to stay stick with the plan okay so what we believe is that jesus is still man and he's still god okay so i pray that god will help us in the name of jesus so this comes to the end of our christology of course we will still be all these terminologies they still link in one way or the other once they link with the other and the likes so there's no how we will still not still touch something about christology and we might even talk about something we have not talked about before uh in our subsequent classes please stay tuned uh for more um, exciting topic let's have a word of prayer father in the name of jesus we thank you for opening our eyes to believe that your son jesus christ is god because he was god and he is god because he said i am not i was except you believe that i am and thank you because you are opening our eyes to see this and that you are also opening our eyes to see that your son is human, born by Virgin Mary uh, to die for the sin of the world. Because a God cannot die. A God cannot be tempted. A God cannot cry. A God cannot be separated uh, from, from his deity. But he had to become human so that he can experience both divine nature and uh, human nature. Thank you, Father, for opening our eyes to see this. Be exalted in the name of Jesus. In our hearts. We know you are already exalted in the world. You are are already exalted in your world. And you are already exalted in heaven we just ask that you'll be exalted in our hearts that you will be the number one the reason why we go to church the reason why we fellowship together you will be the reason why we look into the scriptures you will be the reason why we want to pray father we want to be in love with you we want we want to be attached with your son thank you for hearing and answering our prayers